Welcome to the Safe Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maria Lee, General Practitioner and Medical Advisor in the health regulation sector. I analyze medical errors and clinical incidents for a living. And along the way, I've learned a lot about the principles and the mechanics of safe practice, which I'm hoping to share with you in this podcast. I hope you stay tuned. And if you learn something, please pay it forward and share your knowledge with other clinicians. That way, pod by pod, we can build a safer healthcare system together. Of course, the content and opinions expressed in this podcast are entirely my own and are not the views of any of the organisations or bodies with which I am affiliated. So, without further ado, let's get stuck into some safe practice. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Safe Practice Podcast. Today is our first clinical topic episode, and our topic is ferritin, the trend is your friend. What do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is if we have the benefit of seeing multiple iron studies in a single patient over time, it's important to take note of the trend in the ferritin values rather than just see if each value sits within the normal range individually. Why? Well, let me explain with a real life scenario. A patient sees their GP over a period of several years, and over this time their iron studies were performed multiple times as part of routine blood tests. For the lab that was used, the ferritin reference range was 30 to 300. Now, in your context, use whatever reference range your lab uses. That's not the important bit. But for the sake of this situation, the lab's reference range was 30 to 300. Take note of these values that I'm about to read out. In 2019, the patient's ferritin was 200. Then in 2020, it was 120. In 2021, it was down to 80. And in early 2022, it was down to 35. Notably, all of these values fell within the reference range. So actually, none of these were flagged as abnormal. However, soon after that last reading of 35, the patient was diagnosed with colorectal cancer. Now, we all know that iron deficiency can be the first sign of colon cancer, but this patient was never actually iron deficient. So now you're looking at me skeptically saying, hey, are you saying we're supposed to act on readings that are within the normal range as well? Well, in this context, the answer is yes if the trend is going downwards. Because when patients start losing blood slowly, as often happens with these things, they usually ooze slowly or they bleed intermittently little by little. When this happens, they don't go from iron replete to iron deficient in one cliff drop. As this case clearly shows, if a patient has a relatively healthy starting ferritin level, it can take a lengthy period of slow occult blood loss to reach a state of iron deficiency. Did this patient eventually become iron deficient? Yes. Quite soon after their diagnosis of colorectal cancer, another iron studies was repeated and this time After multiple years of slowly bleeding from that cancer, the patient finally reached a ferritin that was within the deficient range. So the take-home message here is that if we can see someone's ferritin is trending down over time, then it's a safe bet that they're losing iron. And we don't have to wait until they're overtly iron deficient before we start looking for the cause. So that's it for this episode of the Safe Practice Podcast. 
Now, this is the bit where I ask you for a favor. If you found the information in this episode helpful, please share it with your colleagues. The more people that know about these tips and tricks of safe clinical practice, the better it stands for all of us, both as practitioners in the health system and as consumers of the healthcare system. And that's it from me today. I'm Dr. Maria Lee. Until next time, stay safe.